so happy we're getting back to this. I'm happy we're getting back to the Piyasets now. So the whole month of Yerat, well, first of all, I want to dedicate today's learning, the Elohim Dishmat, Mordechai Herschel, Ben, Ben Yechiel Zalman. And the month of Yerat is sponsored by the Sternbergs and all of this, who's living in Eretz Yisrael and their, and their anniversary month. When's the anniversary? Uh, oh, nice. Beautiful. Okay. His children and grandchildren. Today specifically is sponsored by Tal Gilboa and Yaakov Steiner, memory of Tal's mother, Bracha Bas Yitzchak Halevi, on her third Yorzeit. We are starting Perek Zayin. Perek Zayin and Achshar Savrech. We haven't been here in a long time, and I'm very, very excited to get back into this. Mamash, I miss the PSS very much, but... It's never, never a better time than right now. So, Perek Zayn is on Daf Ein Chet in Achshar Zavrich. Now, there's going to be a little bit of a Rianun. That's a refreshing, refreshing of the general concepts we've been learning from the Piyasetz Nerebbe uh, beforehand. There was a lot of visualization. There was a lot of lengthening of thoughts, strengthening of thoughts. He's going to begin with that a little bit, but then take off to a place where... So he says over here, Let me get a few more examples of how you widen, how you lengthen your thoughts. Widening your thoughts doesn't mean that you think about something necessarily longer. It just means that the way, it could also mean that the way that you think about it is bigger. The way that you think about it is bigger. For instance, if I say, I'm Israel, what do you think? Someone gave me a big muscle yesterday after this year, one of the women. I said, you know, it, I, she said, I feel whenever you say Am Yisrael, you're only referring to the Jews that live in Eretz, Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said, I'm, I don't, chas v'sholem, but I, you know, if that's what you're feeling, then I'm, you know, I'm sorry, I apologize, and that's definitely something that shouldn't be. But when we say, when, when we have musagim, like hitrachvut amachshavat, to think about it a little bit bigger. Did, uh, I, didn't, didn't you talk about this the other day? With yeah, yeah touched upon it. Touched upon it they have thoughts about what matters. May they be really strong thoughts, you know, potent thoughts. You also become a person that when your brain, when your mind starts traveling, like maybe right now as well while we're learning, I don't know, could be, or when you're davening, but when it does go off, it's going off into an orchard of holiness, as opposed to quite often when our mind goes off, it's going into... <laughs> like I told you, I think I, I shared with you guys recently that uh, when we did the the, the, the night for Rav Soloveitchik, uh, 30th yard site, and Rav Schrader was give, was, was speaking. So, were any of you here? To, not not no, Musa, Khalila, I'm just wondering if anyone heard this. 
<laughs> sometimes when you, I, I, I recall that, that evening, that reminiscing that sometimes we were so, it was so intense learning uh, in Shir and the mind would start drifting. So Rav Schrader would say, what are you thinking about right now? He was really asking, like, what do you think about Abaya and Rava? Or what do you think about the Mordechai that we just learned? Or what do you think about the Rashba? But sometimes it was so out there and, and you'd always be embarrassed to actually say what you were really thinking. Not always, sometimes. You'd be so, I mean, can you actually tell the Rav what you're actually thinking? One guy wasn't embarrassed. So when he, <laughs> his mind went so far and Rav Schrader went to him, and I'm not going to say his name, he said, no, what are you thinking? He said, I'm thinking that I should have really told Yossi Balin off last night when I saw him in the Imbal. Like that, 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 that's what he was thinking, you know? <laughs> the mind, the mind, the mind, the mind drifts, right? But he's saying, can you imagine if when your mind would go there, it's because it's going and drifting and widening, it's spreading itself in the realm of Kedusha? You know, like if you're daydreaming, but you're daydreaming about the base of Migdash, you know? Not just thoughts, but also that you become a person that when your emotions start drifting, your emotions are also drifting to a place of sensitivity of Am Yisrael, of what it means to be a Yid. Like we said in Peregimel, because it's so essential that we guard ourselves and we purify our thoughts so much that when we tune into subconscious, we're actually still in the Parsha. We're still there. Like, imagine if the Friedeker Rebbe started drifting off in thoughts. Where, where, where do you think his thoughts could have gone to, right? Imagine Rev Cook is sitting there and he, he's at a meeting, but for a second, let's say he lost concentration. I don't think that ever happened, but let's say, right? Where would his thoughts go to, right? Where would his mind go to? Where would it have gone to? Yeah, it's not just thoughts when your mind goes somewhere. I want you guys to understand this. Piyasetzner is saying, I think, is saying, you think that it's just your mind that starts, you know, widening and thinking more thoughts. It's not your mind. When a yid thinks, it goes right to his regish. It goes to his, it goes to his kishka. It goes to his, to his soul. It goes to his feelings. So therefore, don't think we're just trying to make you, like we're trying to equip you with, a, with, with all these different theories that make your mind stronger. We're, we're talking about, the, the PSS says, I'm worried about, I'm talking about your neshamas. Because your thoughts are mashpia on, the, on how you feel and how you act and how you respond to things. Once you think about it, 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 make, it awakens you to think about that more. Beautiful. Because and, and it works also on the other side. Yeah, whatever, whatever you, whatever you're thinking about, <laughs> right. that's what you're gonna be thinking about. Nachon, meaning also the other way. The more you go there, nachon meod. It's like it's like this Indian of mitzvah gurat mitzvah lamash kacha. Umatzah bazel nafshecha asita sheetitrakshiyotea ashetotzim haatzmuta aleha titgale. So he says a beautiful thing, a matzah, you know what a matzah is? It's like in uh, political parties, they offer a matzah. A platform, a platform right? It's a platform, you, you're, you're basically setting a platform for your soul, that its feelings and its emotion, which will, it'll, it'll, it'll draw out from itself, you're going to reveal yourself to you, to, to, to the you that you want to be. 
ובזה לעקבי החסידות הגעת להיעשות בעל נפש. He says, welcome to the doorstep of חסידות. To become someone who has a taste of his own neshama. To be someone that has a taste of their own neshama. How do you think that happens? By, by just running in the field screaming? He says, no. It's where are your thoughts most of the time? He says, your soul, remember this whole book is about the revelation of your own soul to you. To you. If I went around the room right now and I, and I asked each of you, what do you th- who do you think you are? What would, it be, what would the answer be based on? What would you think the answer would be based on more? Thoughts or feelings? Feelings. Feelings. So you would say, okay, so it's just, you know, let me just work on my midot. What are you saying? And he says, wow, but what, what, what really, what flavors up our feelings? Like what really, you know, is the platform for the feelings? It's actually the makshavot. From a person that's, that's, that's thinking about holy things most of the time. Or during the day, and I could, you know, that's most of my day. That, and then I say, wow, who am I? I answer that based on my neshama, but obviously it's really coming from my machshavot. He says, that's welcome to Hasidut 101. And he's saying this a hundred years ago, Hashem Yerachim Anas in our door. You know what he just said over here? You have to value the advantage, the simple toilet, the, 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 what you say, a toilet, the, usually it's to, the advantage, but. You don't have advantage that you don't have that you're not. When you're thinking about that, you have an advantage that you're not thinking about. Other things, yeah. you're saying, because it's so easy when you leave your mind to be half scared and there's a pollution of the world that could grab you in so, so fast. What is he talking about in 1925, 1930, that could be so uh, distractive and, and, and the pollution of the world? What could he be talking about? Let's just think for a second. What could he be referring to when he's... Newspaper. Right. <laughs> but like, what about the newspaper is the pollu- is pollution that drags you in? What about it? Like what... It was all isms that were basically, it was, it was like thought-based. It was all like, there were theory, you know, these are all... Because. Right. Now that's... It wasn't the visual stuff. It wasn't the visual, no. What visual stuff did you have? So, okay. so if that's true about the pollution of, of written stuff... Okay, I can't go into this. I can't like start tripping on this now. It's too much. What we're trying to do is to educate you that you could do this. You could actually not let your mind be hefker. We're trying to show you ways that you actually feel you have a chance of doing this. We're trying to also aid your Yetzer to really give you the tools that are necessary over here. We're, you know, these are machshavot, these are, what he's saying over here is like, what you're usually struggling with are uh, thoughts that like feel good, they're comfortable thoughts, you like thinking of these thoughts. We're going to add more examples here. And I love the example he's about to give us. When you accustom yourself like this, you don't have to force yourself, oh, yeah, I got to think about something holy now. But rather, 
שכל כך תשקע בהן עד שיקשה לך להפסיק מהן. Not only are you gonna, we're going to create a situation for you that you won't have to work so hard to throw, you know, to push away bad thoughts, but you're going to get lost in holy thoughts and in good thoughts, so much so that someone will be like, uh, hey, we, we need you. And you're going to be like, sorry, uh, Levium right now is singing. You know, or, <laughs> or, or you, know, you know what I mean? Like something like that, you know? Sorry, the Levium is singing right now. Like, what? <laughs> As opposed to... Uh, Plenty of other examples <laughs> we, could, we, we, we could give right now. Look at the example that he gives here right now. This is beautiful. Now, first of all, what a chidrash for a chassid shereba to say such words, okay? Kshatilmat tanach. Tishtadel lishtatef bechol meoraot ha-kodesh she'avru ki'ilu gam atahita az. Okay, as you're learning tanach, don't just read about what happened to David HaMelech, but... Perhaps move to a hilltop where there's caves and build a farm. <laughs> I know that's insane. <laughs> Rumor has it that it's possible to actually do such craziness in this world. I love you so much. I, we all love you so much. We talk about you all the time. Talk about you. In this shirim, you guys come. I, I sent you a clip a few months ago. You guys come up in this stuff all the time. Look what he says. Don't just read about what was, but like Bamash. He says, second line, What does that mean? It means the way we learn so that it really infiltrates into the deepest realm of thought. It's not just that I read about what happened to Avram Avinu as he walked with Yitzhak to the Akeda. The Pirates Rebbe says, go walk with them. Go walk with them. If I could just say one thing, there's been a number of times if we're talking about the farm where I felt like there was like an altar and I saw where what korban I had that I could offer on that like when they were going to do the bagats thing to destroy our homes and Shane and I wanted to expand it we could have waited till afterwards but we both felt like this is the time at this moment that we can offer this on the Akeda so maybe it's saying like wow. what is the Akeda like no. we have our own Akedas just all like all that all the time yeah. all the time he says, when you learn the Pasha of, of Pasha Vayetze, and Yaakov Avinu is davening to Hashem, and he's davening to Hashem, and he's saying, like, no, you're also in Vayetze when, he, when, he's, when he's basically going to lie down. And he's so, he doesn't know, he doesn't know what's going on. And then he wakes up in the morning and, he's, and he says, oh, what are you reading? Are you reading about what happened to Yaakov Avinu? How long will those thoughts last for you during the day if it's just about remembering what happened to somebody else? Not so long. If you bring yourself to the 12 stones, if you bring yourself to Ma'avar Yabok, where Yaakov Avinu was about to meet Esav, and you put yourself there, it's a different type of hashpa'ah that's on your mind. V'chen she'tilmad midrash. When you learn midrash, ve'yishtan arbe minin midrashim ala psukim shel atanach, of course. What is he saying over here? There are plenty of midrashim that are basically filling in many, many, many details that the Torah does not mention. I mean, what do we know about Avram Avinu till the age of 75? Not just that he was born and he had a wife named Sarah, and that he had a father and he had two brothers. Do we know anything else? From the Torah? No. From the Midrash? What do we know about Avram Avinu to the age of 75? When we speak about the 10 tests, what are one of the tests everyone speaks about about Avram Avinu? What's one of them? Four nights. Huh? 
the furnace. Where do we know that from? First thing you have to, why, why is Midrash so important? Because Midrash <coughs> is really aiding our thoughts with a lot more material to work with. Le mashal bereshit. Of course, like, even from what we have from the Torah is enough to really think about for the rest of your life. But all the details the Midrash is adding regarding Ma'asib Bereshit, Inyan Mechir Yosef, there's much more than just the way we think about it. Now he says this is very deep. He's saying like this, there's so many different facets of Torah. There's so many different pieces of Torah. There's so many different worlds of Torah that are giving different pieces of information. Don't uh, compartmentalize it. Make it one big, one big story. Meaning it helps us. When we, when we think we have to keep on remembering all these different pieces that have to do with here, have to do with here, it's very hard on the mind. We look at our own minds when we're trying to just balance our own responsibilities of the day. He's saying when you're learning Torah, put it all in the same path. Put it, it's all part of the same thing. That's the way you have to think about Talmud Torah as well. It's all part of the same thing. Like a person can go to a Gemara Shir in the morning so he's learning, I don't know, he's learning uh, Marit Katan. I brought that up because someone was asking me last night about where we learn Avelus. And, so let's say he's learning Marit Katan. And then in the morning he goes to a, a Shmuz before davening. This, uh, I don't know, he goes to a Tanya Shir before davening. Later in the day, he has a Chavrusa in the Maharal, he has a Chavrusa in, in, in Rav Kook. If a person has to say, oh, that's that, and that's that, and that's that, and these are all different things, it's going to be very hard for a person to feel connected to all of them. And that it won't have a lot of ashpah, it'll only have ashpah on you while you're learning it. But if I'm somehow able to put myself into each Torah that I'm doing, that ke'ilu it's happening to me and that I'm going through it, you understand? Then I'm involved with all the Torah I'm doing most of the day. It's one big story. It's not lachud. It's not separate things. It's not like going to, you know, Taking courses in college where I'm, okay, here I'm learning about the history of the, uh, of the Civil War. And then here I'm learning, like, learning sociology of, 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 of Sudan. I don't know what, right? Those are completely two different separate subjects. But Torah, it's not like that. The reason why he's saying this is because he wants to give us a stream of consciousness that lasts throughout the day of Dvarim Shebikdusha. So let's continue. Make one thing out of everything that you're learning. Kan me'at, kan me'at. You see this all the time. You could be learning Gemaras, and especially when you're preparing a Chabura and you, you're, you're using search engines and you're wondering why is it that there's, there's four Gemaras, there's Yivamas Psachim 
Nida and Sota, I have to go and chop pieces from each of them to be mashlim atmuna. This happens all the time. Wouldn't it be better if just everything was like just in one place, right? It'd be much easier. That's the beauty. You see what he's doing over here. He's saying, I'm going to tell you a detail from the Torah, and right away with it, I'm also going to fill in right now with what we know from the Midrash. Right? All the different um, uh, prosecuting angels said, No, 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 don't, you know, don't, don't create man. Well, where do we know that from? From Torah? And what is he saying with this pal paragraph? I think what he's saying is like, don't fill in the missing pieces because the missing pieces that, it's not missing pieces, they were, the Torah said what it wanted to say, and it's Tmimah, Shlema. But all the things that come in afterwards to fill in in from pieces of information, they will help us have a stream of consciousness and thoughts that last much longer than just the one detail I may get from the Torah. Like for instance, if I'm learning, right? Okay, it's Parshas Achremos Kedoshim. If I'm learning Nadav and Aviu, and I'm just learning it based on the Pshat of the Torah, and I'm Yotze. Even Rashi. It's very confusing when it comes to another bit of view because all the davar aches. There was maybe it was this, maybe it was this, maybe it was this. Unless I bring in so much more of Torah Shabbat Peh, I'm not going to be thinking about another bit of view for that much longer. Which means I'll thinking less about Yom Kippur because Yom Kippur is a result of another bit of view, more or less the way that it, the way we see it. I have to learn so much more on all the other things, just the pshat, in order to have a bigger picture that's more encompassing. Now. It says like this, When you do this, you have more ammunition to the world of Hefker for the snake to come and pull you in. And then when you have this type of, of stream of consciousness and thoughts, Try to elevate from this a machshava mechadeshet. What does that mean? We spoke about this. What's a machshava mechadeshet? Does it mean a chiddush? A replacement a, a new way of thinking. Not, not, not completely mechadeshet. He's talking, he's like, you'll get to the place where everything will be a chiddush for you the way you think. Meaning, yes, eventually the way you'll be learning and the way you'll be thinking is that you yourself will be the greatest provider of all the itzot you'll ever need for Avodat Hashem when this is the way you're thinking all day long. It'll, it'll happen. Avatar to a place of this, of this renewal of thought widen and spread that which you have right now to work with. Hein lo tedaim b'emet kach hayak fishat ha'meshayel lecha v'machshavtcha. 
אבל הלא לפי יסודות הנאמרים בתורה מדרשות, אתה חושב, רק כשאתה מרחיב את מחשבתך בהם. We don't, you don't really know what you're capable of on your own. But right now we start off with using how midrash is coming and widening our thoughts of Torah. Okay? Widening our thoughts of Torah. He, is given, he gives a, a, a beautiful example of how to do this lemaisa, and that's what I love about this sefer. Because we're speaking very big things. Let's try to bring this down. I mean, we pause for a second. If I asked you right now, how, do you, how would you keep, okay, I'm not going to sit in the base midrash all day, but I want to have more, I want to have more, my time with my mind, we more consumed with Varim Shebikdusha. How else could I fill it in? We, so even though we curse this, this device all the time, what can I use it for? While I'm driving, we deal with podcasts, with content, with, you know, you know how, many, how much Torah I've learned from people that are being interviewed about their life? About their life. Efshar. How else? Besides, besides like podcasts and listening to audio shirim, because... Studying Torah? Besides those, right, studying Torah, and, but it's also like people studying Torah. Mm-hmm. How else do I widen, widen those things? Do I talk about what I learned with Hashem and his brothers? Do I talk about that with Hashem? If I talk about what I learned, do you know what happens to the machshava of my, of my, of my learning? Talking it to Hashem about what I learned. Powerful. Mamash, mamash powerful. Try it. Try it. Try it next time you learn something. Talk about it. Talk to Hashem about what you learned. You'll see how much stronger and longer, longer lasting and more seeping deep inside the Torah you learned actually did. Turning it into a tefillah is the, like, you know, one, like the rest of 101, yes. But even before I'm saying any spoiler, it was just speaking about it. It's not even a tefillah yet. Like it's, as if someone else. As if yeah, yeah. It's not even, or talking about it with people, yeah. Totally, like one of the machshavas in the in big early years of the chabura. I think just Ari and, and you were here. Just in the beginning, in the beginning, it was basically we would learn some. All the learning we had was just these, you know, these shirim. We would learn in the morning, and then throughout the day on the on the chat, it would be checking in with what we learned in the morning. Remember, we would like check ins, check ins of like where was are we still at all close to anything we had learned, whatever the topic was in the morning. It was quite powerful. I would love to go back to it. It was quite powerful. Check and see where we are, because that's mamash. It draws it, draws it down. But he's giving here some practical etzot. Look at the etzot he's going to give. He's going to keep on giving a bunch of etzot. Now we'll see how many much he has, how much we can do. Lemashal, Eze Roshem asta biat Moshe Rabbeinu ve'aron Kohen al Yisrael b'vivisarata geula b'mitzrayim. When Aaron and Moshe come and let B'nai Yisrael know, guess what? Guess what? We're getting out. You ever think, okay, so you know the Psukim say that, but do you stop to think about what kind of a Roshem, what that actually did to people that were living in Mitzrayim? Think about for a second what dinner, what, you know, meatballs and spaghetti dinner talk was in Egypt that night when they came home hearing. That we're about to come out. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that 
What do you think the questions of the kids were when their parents told them the life that everything you knew until now is going to change? That's what they were told. The, the Piyasetz Nerebbe is saying to us, when we learn Torah, do we even go there with our thoughts? Or it's, no, I got to finish Shnaimikra Echatargum. And in the Shnaimikra Echatargum, for the most part, no one's telling me to think about what the Kindulach of Am Yisrael, how they responded when Abba came home and said, every single detail of your life is about to change. But the, the Piyasetz Nerebbe is saying, when I choose to think more like that, I'm living with them in their house. So again, I never actually thought you mentioned that last year about Purim, <clears throat> about Queen Esther. She was stuck there with others, didn't it? Yeah. Hashem is well. I never thought... Yeah, first, first the story ends right, right the story there. ends, you don't think about uh, that. She's, she's still there after the fact. Like, and then you stop to think about that. And then what happens? So Megillah says it becomes longer in your mind. becomes stronger in your mind. Yeah. And you think about that more than just Purim. In place you see you're, you're a year later, you're still thinking about that. The examples he's giving here, Mamash can do the same thing. From the few questions the Torah tells us about what they may have asked, Trust me, the PSS Nerev is saying there were plenty more Shilas. There were probably plenty more Shilas. And the question is, do you, do you allow yourself to, to, to entertain yourself? I, I mean, I hate to say that word, but Kilo, yala, give yourself a few more minutes with, with, with the Parsha. Because then, because what? Because then your Machshava has less room for Hefker because it's being consumed more with what may have happened with Batei Israel when they found out about the Geula. He said, for sure, other, a lot of different things happened. But since what we have in the Torah and the Midrash doesn't encompass everything, then you have to illustrate in your mind and in your dimayon, in your imagination. The way that a Yid knows how to think. Based on what we do know in the Torah Midrashim, that's the platform. That's the platform for you to take off with it. And then go and start to and take off. Now, what's another example? It's hard in the form of Vayikra. And it's like Vayikra really do the, you know, to do this, right? But like, what could be, what could be another thing that you know, we're in the parasha of right now? I tried to allude with this this morning in Halacha, with understanding when the Gemara says that the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva died, 12,000 pairs. What do you think was the cause for the Tsarut Ayn, for the narrowness of the eye that they had on each other? Ultimately, it's Tsarut Bevadai. Bevadai. Now, if I think more about that during this Tkufa, my day is more filled with connected to the meaning of the time that I'm in. Or I could just say, listen, Gvarni Bama says 12,000 students died, they didn't have color for each other. Next. And you're Yotze. However, they, uh, you're still, you know, what we're trying to do is fill our days with meaning and with thoughts. 
that really surround us and equip us with being so connected to Kedusha throughout the day. So there are many other tactics here. There are many other dugmaot. We're going to stop here. There are many more dugmaot, but I'm so glad we jumped right back into it. And we're going to stop here. Continue from here. Das Pei Aleph. Next time we learn. Be'ezer Hashem. Not Wednesday. Wednesday is Yom Next Monday. Be'ezer Hashem. All right. Shukayach.